Hey, everyone. Thank you for listening to Patrick's podcast, The Polini Perspective. Today's episode was taped prior to Senator Kamala Harris announcing that she is dropping out of the 2020 presidential race. Enjoy the podcast. Whether you're buying a new car, a used car, or refinancing your current car, FedChoice Federal Credit Union could help save you money. FedChoice makes buying a car so easy that you can do everything right from your smartphone or on a computer. Become a member today and you can take advantage of their great rates and financing options. Find out more at FedChoice.org. That's FedChoice.org. Membership open to federal employees, including contractors and their families. FedChoice Federal Credit Union insured by NCUA. So we're back. We're back. Yeah, we missed a week. Uh, we missed a week, but you know... So it keeps our fans wanting more. Yeah, that's it. You know, I got three emails. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, wait, I did get an email from someone at Uh-oh. your, um, let's see, they went to your class reunion and then they said, don't share this email address with Patrick. Wait, I, I got this like very bizarre email. Well, you better be careful when you say this out loud. It says your boss. Um, that was the title. Just a friend of your boss, Patrick Paolini, who was at his 34 and a half class <laughs> reunion. Can you tell him on your podcast a big thank you from the crew at the Lindhurst dinner? Diner. Don't, diner. Don't tell him uh, where this email came from or he'll know who it is. Thanks. Wow. So look, we have fans and they're hunting down our email address. That's great. I, you know who this person is? I know. I, I, well, I don't because you didn't give me the email address. You okay. could give it to me off air. I have to. I, it, I took like a week and a half to write him back. I just wrote him back yesterday. I was like, oh, hey, I'll tell him. <laughs> like, what? Yeah, I, I have a sense who it's this guy who classmate who listens all the time. So I'm guessing it's him. But OK, well, there you go. You got fans. Yeah, fans everywhere. We fans got everywhere. We got, we got all we do. We have a fan in every state. Probably. Yeah, your podcast is doing really well. This is catching on, which is good and bad. I mean, this is scary. This is like giving you okay, a lot of It's taken of two years. <laughs> we're, we're almost at 100 episodes. <laughs> right, almost there. Wow. Um, we're finally going to catch a wave. We, we are definitely catching a wave. Uh, so much How was your Thanksgiving real quick? Oh, mine was great. I was up in Maine. I saw it took you forever to get back home. Uh, It took forever. 13 hours from Maine to D.C., which is normally a 10-hour trip. Okay. I would get out of the car and run into traffic. Oh, my God. My (laughs) husband was, yeah. Was he driving? We would switch off. And from, like, Newark, New Jersey to Baltimore was wall-to-wall traffic. That was, like, five hours of our trip. Six hours. And then, I, ironically, south of Baltimore, it actually wasn't bad, which is interesting because lots of times... Okay, you're only 45 minutes away at that point. <laughs> yeah, but that could <coughs> like be the worst stretch. 13 hours. 13 hours. Why don't you fly? Well, we didn't fly this time because we were like, oh, we'll Too just expensive. save the money. Yeah. But it's never... But it's always like your time. You're like, is it really worth... So half a day. Yeah. And we wanted to go to New York on the way up. Oh, okay. So sometimes we'll split the trip up. All right. So we had a great time. We went to New York. Then we... How long should it take? Only like 10 hours, nine hours. Oh, so three hours of traffic. Three hours of additional. (laughs) Brutal. Where were you? You you got to stay home. I I was within one mile of my house. I I refuse to travel on Thanksgiving. Like totally refuse. Either I'm going to stay put past Thanksgiving and way before, regardless of where I am. So if I went to North Carolina, I'd be there for the entire week. Okay. And then come back like days later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's smart. I did it once from from 
North Carolina on the Sunday. It's six hours. And how long is that trip normally? Six. It took me 11. God, yeah, that's brutal. Yeah, because you know, well, 95. From, from Fredericksburg, well, re- really from just north of Richmond could take you five, six hours along. So yeah. brutal. Yeah. But so, it was good. Food was great. A lot of drinking. I need detox. It's always reset Monday. But this was even a more important reset Monday after Thanksgiving. Now, what are you thinking? Are you thinking in the new year maybe like, you know, it's usually sober October. You, you think I'm thinking <laughs> don't eat or drink January. <laughs> Although I'm going to be like in Miami. Oh, for San work, Diego, right? San Diego for, for fun. Miami for work. Work. In quotations, and then uh, I might be going to Super Bowl this year because it's a Fox Super Bowl. So it could. Oh my God! We might be, we may be looking at February third before any wow. real detox. Now, starts. should we get you on the waiting list for a liver now, or do you want to wait? It's a not so more much years? the liver. It's oh. I don't I don't drink excessively, so I don't want to give people the wrong impression. Yeah, that's what you always say. You're nah, like a one drink person. Like four, yeah, three or four or five beers, but it's the food that goes with it. You know, yeah, after, you know, yeah. you're like, because I have no willpower when it comes to like bad nachos, like <laughs> wings, not, I, the pizza, it's like terrible, just terrible. I know the food. I agree. I agree. That's the problem with alcohol. It's not even, it's like uh, two so drinks. I, real quick. Then... I was, went, went to the gym and, um, the, the, one of the trainers I overheard and she's like, um, yeah, I, I didn't do too bad over the holiday. I had one piece of pumpkin pie. And that was it. I'm like, what? What? I'm like, I ate two pies myself. <laughs> Can you imagine <laughs> if you just ate one piece of oh my pie? God. That would be amazing. All right. All right. Well, we have a ton to get to. Yeah. Um, obviously, a lot going on in politics. Um, you're, and I have to tell you, I finally listened to um, a Tulsi Gabbard yes. interview on Joe Rogan. Yes. We were in the car for I re- Did hours, you hear that? Hours. Yeah. Yeah. I actually, I really, 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 he really loves like her. her. I, I told I you. I don't blame him. I see. And not to say I told you so, because it's not an I told you so yet. It could be an I told you so. Okay. Go back a year. Klobuchar is moving up. Really? There was was an article in, I believe it was the New York Times yesterday or Washington Post. Can't remember which one. um, How she's not considered top tier yet, but she's at five or six. And they expect her to continue to move up. Especially as Biden starts to struggle. Did you see the Biden video that resurfaced? I from, did. You, you that was a few years it? ago, I believe, though. Okay, was I it? Think. I think. I'm not sure exactly when that was, but very disturbing video. Well, he seems <laughs> very confused, right? And He's talking about a kid rubbing his hairy legs in the pool. <laughs> and then something about cockroaches. No, and then he likes kids on his lap. So that's all I got out of that entire video. It's, but I feel like it's a way... Okay, it's a complete soundbite. But well, you don't know what... Complete is a... <laughs> But you don't know what the question was leading I up. I like kid. Oh, yeah. I was in a pool and kid rubbed my hairy legs. What are you talking about? Do we about? know that that's even real? No. Okay, there we go. <laughs> Great. We just start putting it out there. Anyway, it I liked Tulsi Gabbard so much. Yes. I think she's incredible. Yes. She's, yeah. I mean, you're, she's you're awesome. on. You're on my team. Yeah, I can really see. I mean, I wish she had more momentum and... I don't know. But, you know, they talked and, about... Yeah, she... she. I wish she had more momentum, number one. Number two, she's absolutely never going to be picked for a VP because she's already... She comes out hard against the DNC and how it's 
you know, rigged system and she kind of sounds like Trump in some cases um, about the system. Right, right, right. So, um, but we do know it's rigged. I mean, I think a lot of rigged. people agree with that. I mean, hey, look, Bernie Sanders, right, got the nomination. Whether you like Bernie Listen, or politics, not, it, it you know ninety percent. It's a that's what makes Trump winning such a. I mean, when we look back twenty years from now, him winning, like it's even going to be a greater upset than even we feel it is today because that doesn't happen. It. Normally, it does not happen. But when it has, I mean, Bill Clinton came out of nowhere, although he was a sitting governor from Arkansas, so it's not like that crazy. Reagan, California, but... Former actor. Former actor, governor of the largest state, you know, second largest state in the the country. So, I mean, those weren't like way out of whack things, but... um, Well, maybe the RNC isn't as corrupt as uh, the DNC. No, I'm sure they are. (laughs) All right, well... Trust me, they did not want Trump to... That's true. They didn't. Yeah. You're right. You're right. And they a lot did. of hardcore Republicans yeah. did not want that to happen. Yeah. Hence the never Trumpers. Um. Anyway, I thought she was great. You know, she obviously is very clear on what she stands for. How great is Joe Rogan, though? What's that? Joe Rogan's great, too. Uh, amazing. Amazing. I mean, it, it's so interesting to listen and then reflect on that podcast and to see, like, how impactful, you know, because basically five years ago, I mean, even when I launched my podcast four years ago, people were like, what are you doing? Like, yeah. Why are you in podcasting? What's a and, podcast? Right. And now to see him, like, leading the forefront of conversation, and I mean, arguably, probably more influential now than Howard Stern, than most talk yeah. shows. I mean, he it, it I mean, is there's that whole a group, great show. You know, Bar Weiss. Uh, Shapiro, Rogan, who's considered, I think, a libertarian, right? He, yeah. I mean, he's I not guess. a Trump fan. No. But he's not a... Well, I think he's like Bill Maher. All these people, I think, yeah. are just calling BS on... On everything. On everything. On people Both that sides. are complete hypocrites. Just stop with all the BS. Stop with the craziness. All the, the fake outrage. Yep. All the, you know... And people are huge hypocrites. You know, it's like they cry racism and then they're doing something else, you know, on the other side. Yeah. So it's like, I think those... Everyone's tired of that. No, I agree. So, He's great. Um, anyway, but let's talk really quick. More impeachment hearings coming tomorrow, Wednesday of this week. Yeah, so the judiciary starts tomorrow. Mr. Nadler. <coughs> yes. Uh, you know, who Trump- already voted for impeachment, by the way, when um, Trump made the comments about Amar Oman. Yeah. So, I mean, th- it, again, it's rigged. How do you feel, though, about Trump, his attorney, saying that they won't testify? Um, they won't participate? They won't participate. And also them being basically overruled by a judge that says, like, because they are actively trying to avoid subpoenas. So a lot of people in his camp, which a judge has come out and said, you can't do that. That's completely. Well, they'll fight that out in the courts. I would do exactly what Trump's doing. I think it's a. I think the entire thing's a farce. You know. We could debate whether the conversation or the tone of the conversation or the inference that he made is inappropriate or not from one leader to the next. It's absolutely not impeachable. This is a farce. This is a distraction. I think the Democrats are putting on from their terrible field right now. Their presidential field is imploding Warren is it's imploding Warren I believe is close to either having imploded or will implode with now she's saying the electoral college should go away she wants to change the constitution 50 52 trillion dollar health care on and on and on Bernie's toast 
And so who's left? I like Bernie. Crazy Joe, right? Literally. I mean, that that's your top candidate for president? Well, I don't think you know yet. I mean, you still have Pete Buttigieg. He did a rally. It, you've got Klobuchar, who now you're saying. Okay, you know, well, I mean, I think if Klobuchar, people... Gabbard, and Buttigieg really move in the top two or three, and I know Buttigieg is in, in I believe, Iowa, um, then we'll see. But... but come on, Patrick, you know these candidates are one soundbite away or one video away from either imploding or exploding and putting themselves even bigger on the map. One debate, you get into debate with Trump's, we'll see with Trump how that goes. I mean, I think it's still really up in the air. And I think people are fatigued by all the Trump crap. Well, but whose fault is that? <clears throat> the media, you. <laughs> you, my fault. <laughs> you're no, you're right. No, no, I, I, yeah, I think you're right. I think... Um, I think the debate process has just been overwhelming from 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 a Democratic side. I mean, we're still a little bit, but we're getting like the the days of saying, "Well, we're still far away." February, you know, yeah, I know. Twenty twenty is like we're month. two months from the Iowa caucus. That's that's cl- we're here. Feb, March, April. I mean, you're talking Super Tuesday. You're talking. I mean, by April or May. You're either going to know who it is or you're going to be saying, we're going to go to a convention without a candidate. And then they're going to figure it out there. You know, got Bloomberg spending a ton of money, spent, what, $50 million over two weeks um, in 20, 30 markets. I love it. So, I mean, he's he's not going anywhere. You don't think so? No, no, nope. Absolutely not. Really? Yeah, the progressives... The progressives aren't going to embrace a multi-billionaire who's trying to buy his way in, who, you know, by the end of his third term was hated in New York. Okay. His approval ratings were in the teens. You know, um, but he's, that wasn't how he's, he's a nanny state guy. And I know that's been in the media, but he is. He's He wants to control people's lives, tell them what to do. I think... Bloomberg News, you want to talk about that for a second? I think Bloomberg News has completely mishandled how they're going to cover the election. So they came out, the editor of Bloomberg News came out and said, by the way, admitted that they were, in essence, not allowed to investigate Bloomberg even prior to him getting in the race, which is terrible because he's the boss. Second, now they're saying they're not going to investigate Bloomberg as a candidate, nor will they investigate any of the other Democratic candidates, but they'll still investigate Trump. So the Trump campaign came out and said, or the White House came out and said, we're going to revoke uh, credentials for events to all Bloomberg News reporters. Okay, I've got to read more of this story. Yeah, I'm sorry. Not... Okay, so now the Bloomberg News reporters are revolting. When I say revolting, <clears throat> there's, there's rumors of them revolting internally, not publicly, sure. saying... You got to just let us in. Like, you, if you're if you're going to con- consider yourself a legitimate worldwide news source, you have to. You just have to investigate all the candidates. Right. And I'm not saying investigate like you're looking for gotchas. But if some, so you're telling me if something hits a reporter from Bloomberg News desk that said Mike Bloomberg was doing X, Y, and Z illegally, or had God forbid child porn on, or whatever. Right. Whatever it is. You're not going to report it. Come on. 
so anyway. Okay, I have to know more about yeah, it. I'm okay. like, that yeah, seems like a it's crazy. A, it's a mess right now. It's a mess. I, I, okay, so you, you feel like Warren is losing steam. Sanders, not a chance. Um, Kamala, uh, Kamala Harris. Who toast. Was, t- completely done. Yeah, I mean, I her, think. Her top advisor yeah. left, went to Bloomberg. There's a big New York then, Times article. And then wrote the, he, she wrote the letter when she left saying it was, a, it was just a volatile campaign. Not what I thought it was going to be. People are treated terribly. People moved from D.C. up to New Hampshire fired him without any notice well you know what i think that you know the New i York will Times say what a what, what a what a elongated extended campaign does do because i mean you remember i mean 15 20 30 years ago this was like much shorter right like, right, like, right right yeah, people you didn't, didn't start know. to like two months before the first primary now it's a year and a half in advance you find a lot about out like you, you it's a long race people yeah. get exposed right yeah. good bet Maybe maybe Buttigieg is getting exposed for the positives and Klobuchar eventually. So I think it does give these fringe candidates more time to grow, but it also gives the top tier who people consider to be the top tier candidates. Like no one really knows Kamala Harris until now. Well, yeah, they do now. Yeah, that article was pretty damning. It that is. They did in the Times. Basically, I mean, look. But did you think she was a nice person? No. Like, but yeah, but do you think like any politician that like makes it is really a nice person? I don't know. I, it's maybe, like big maybe time not. CEOs. Are they really nice people? I mean, at some point you well, have to I mean, make... Well, I mean, listen, nice, I hate the word nice. Are they respectful? I, like, yeah. Listen, I think there's, I think you could probably, I think the Larry Hogan's of the world. I would say like a Chris Van Hollen, who's the center of Maryland, is a respectful person. Uh, you know, I'm I, not saying she's not. I'm just yeah. saying... Clearly, from a campaign perspective, it was pretty damning. I didn't get the vibe in that article that she, whether she was like nice or not nice. I got the idea that she is just internally, personally struggling with really what she believes, which is a major issue. Because, like we talked yeah. about, that's the one positive about a Warren and a Sanders. Right, they believe what they believe, or yeah. you hope they do. Right, and you know where they stand. It sounds like just internally, there's so much disorganization with what she believes, and then you know she's got this um, Mr. Rodriguez guy who's kind of her campaign manager, and he's trying to flip. You know, every time she flips, and I think she just didn't know what she was getting into, and just wasn't yeah. ready. That's why know? Mitt Romney lost. I think that's because he didn't point. know what he believed. He ran yeah. away from being rich. He was trying to appease too many and just own issues. it, right? I mean, just I own who you are. Own who you are. And yeah. let's say what you want about Trump. He owns who, who he is. It may be false. He but may be. Right. He may have people. created a fake narrative about how rich he is, but he owns who he is. And regardless of how much money he has, I mean, he is wealthier than probably ninety-five yes. percent of whether he's a billionaire yeah, yeah, or not a billionaire. I, I mean, but I do think you're right. <laughs> I think he sticks to um, who he is. You know. Um, and also, having said that, though, he was probably a Democrat and made himself a Republican. So some of it may be misleading. Right. Right. True. right? Well, he did, <laughs> he did it. I mean, people bought it for whatever reason. Could you imagine Trump winning two terms, though? Like, uh, just th- no, no. I Just just take it. Yeah. A, a, a guy that's been done what he has done, said what he has said. And then, you know, positive policies, negative policies. The way he's been crushed in the media on a daily basis wins two terms. Like think of, I believe it. George H. Bush did it win two terms. He was a war hero. <laughs> like <sighs> I, it's scary. But I, you know, as I, it's. I think just, it speaks to where we are politically. Very. 
Like, there's no middle ground anymore. Well, you got to have somebody that catches fire. I mean, Obama was great, you know? Whether you thought he was a great president or not. But no, like, I, like, I voted for Obama the first time. I, I gave him a chance. I didn't like his term, first term, but... No, I think it's. I just think it's scary because, for example, we'll, we'll talk about this. The Newsweek journalist yes. who was who was fired. Yes. Um, well, she, let's let's segue to that. Okay. So uh, last Wednesday, she put out an article. How is President Trump spending his Thanksgiving? Playing golf, you know, in Mar-a-Lago. Tweeting, playing golf. Tweeting, yeah, yeah, whatever it was. Of course, come to find out, he'd actually had a trip planned to Afghanistan to go and see the yeah. troops. A at secret trip to Afghanistan showed up to serve them Thanksgiving. So it sounds like a ton of chaos. This woman, this journalist, alleges that she submitted it to her editor. The editor maybe didn't pay attention they publish it come to find out they're wrong well, um yeah so there's a f- <laughs> but they also wrote i believe in the article i read about the article they wrote it on the tuesday right so right. they didn't even really know they did no real reporting and She's, then it was set to go up Wednesday. so she was fired because it obviously became a huge story um and then you know they tried to correct it and added the last line and visit the troops She's calling out her editor. She's blaming him or her. It's just a mess. But I, you know, I give Newsweek credit. And again, I don't like to see people get fired. But it, it seemed like there was some accountability there. Now, maybe they're covering their butts and they're not firing their editor, who should be the one getting fired. I'm not sure. Yeah. I don't know how that internally really worked. But. Jessica Kwong was her name. Um, but this is what drives me crazy about Trump and then Trump Jr. is basically, you know, they kind of just like get on the bandwagon. See, I feel like Because people like this, like this reporter and or the editor or both of them combined, right, feed into his narrative about fake news. Here's an article that had no reporting. You were just trying to make fun of him. You had no basis for the article. That's no. not entirely true, Patrick. It is true. They didn't put out. They didn't put out that he was for security reasons that he was going to Afghanistan until Wednesday. But so, he hadn't even tweeted yet. You're saying he's golfing. You didn't know he was golfing. You didn't know he was tweeting. You didn't know he was. It was a fake article. It was, and that's why she's fired. Yeah. Well, no. Now, I mean, I agree with you. I think which it was a way. Crazy. It was a. It was a clear. I mean, attack is a strong word, but it was a clear false article about the president of the United States. She was hedging her bets that that might be what he was doing. She was trying to, yeah, I mean, which is wrong. You can't, she was hoping something was going to be true. I said this before on this podcast. Reporters who are covering this president have, in many cases, reported the way they want or believe something to happen, yeah. I mean, there's. I think there is bias. That's, we talk about. That's just terrible. Got to get Trump, back to straight reporting, and then you start tweeting and golfing and no, I'm looking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but they jump on the bandwagon of you know. I can't believe Newsweek is even in business. You know, fake news gonna fake. But okay, that's you know. that's who he is. He's not gonna let it go. Yeah, but don't you think he'd get so much more empathy if he didn't like attack no. this journalist who's now been no. fired and probably is gonna struggle to get a job? No. Nope. I do. I'm like, why He's not. don't you ever Would you give him enough? empathy? Would you vote for him? Well, no, no. I think it would be so just. He feeds his base. That's what he does. That's who he is. It's what he does. He feeds his base. And he's trying to convince enough people that it's a rigged system, that he still hasn't finished getting rid of the swamp, which, by the way, he really hasn't, hasn't done any of that. Yeah. That's who he is. Um, take well, it, you know, take it for what it's. <laughs> he yeah. jumps on. Uh, he does have some funny one-liners, though. Not all appropriate, but some of his one-liners are pretty good. So how well, many tweets? His tweets he, are a riot. He tweets but... out the picture of his head, 
on what appeared to be Rocky's body a week ago. Just that's all he tweeted out. And you literally had news organizations saying, well, the White House sent out a doctored photo. No shit. Like, what are you <laughs> doing? It was a joke. And again, I'm not saying the president should be sending out jokes like that with his head on a rocky body. But like, they're literally analyzing it as if the White House really didn't know it was doctored. And then the White House came back and said, well, where's the evidence? Because that's what everyone says about Trump without evidence. So they're saying, well, where's the evidence that we doctored the photo? Again, like a, a joke. joke yeah. And then people are like, the White House really believes it wasn't doctored or they won't admit it was. It was like, I are mean, you kidding me? Epic if it wasn't <laughs> the leader of like the, the biggest free world. world. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. it's. No, just... I, I agree with that. I'm just saying it's kind of fun. All right. Let's transition to sports. We always like yes. to talk sports. There's a lot going on in sports. First of all, we'll start with Jim Harbaugh from Michigan. Should the, be fired. The coach. Uh, well, they won't fire him. Yeah. USA Today says he will not be fired, according uh, to. If insiders. he's if his name's not Harbaugh and if he didn't play for Michigan, he'd be long gone. So, he's 0 and 5 against Ohio State. He's 1 and 10. 1 and 10 against top 10 teams. And he's 1 and 7 or 0 and 7, I'm not sure, on against ranked teams on the road. That 10 out of 10 gets you fired at a major college football program. But clearly because he's an alum, he's popular. Is he popular still? I think he is think? with the alum. Okay. And fundraising. I think yeah, he's a he great fundraiser okay. for the school. And as long as they get to nine, ten wins, regardless if they lose to Ohio State every year. I mean, even Urban Meyer said, and granted, he's Ohio State. He went 7-0 and against Michigan. So he could say what he wants. He's won national championships at two places. He's like, you can't go 0-5 against, against, I mean, this is the game. It's not the game anymore. He's 0-5. Michigan's lost, I believe, eight straight. 15 of the last 16. It's not even a rivalry anymore. Right. It, it literally isn't. Like, Ohio State actually is now more of a rival probably with Wisconsin. Right. Or Penn State than they are with Michigan. Michigan, I mean... And um, I think you probably know this better than I do, but it sounds like... I got a lot of fans that are big blue fans. I'm going to be getting killed on this. <laughs> But basically, this also means that they were like kind of demoted, right, to a different bowl. Is that correct? Well, they I... will be. Yeah. yeah I don't okay. know where the, maybe the Gator Bowl or something. But okay, yeah. but that sort of is not no, three great. losses. Right. And by the way, the only team they beat that, and you know, if you want to call Notre Dame good, I think Notre Dame's overrated every year and then gets crushed in the playoffs. That's the only team they beat. They lost to Penn State. They lost to Ohio State, and they lost to Wisconsin. They got crushed by Wisconsin, Ohio State. Like crushed. Like 35-14, I believe the score was to Wisconsin. And obviously it was like 56-whatever it was, 20-whatever this past weekend was. You wonder how long that this will hang on. See, that's the other thing. Like they weren't – this was at home in Michigan. Like stop. Like gone. See you later. Fire him. Because he's been there several years, right? Five years, 0-5. Wow. And you want to say, okay, the first year wasn't really his team. He's now gone through a full class and – that class has now graduated. Right. And he still hasn't beat Ohio State. 
Well, I feel like it's like the Redskins, you know? I mean, people hung in there for a while, but then, I mean, if this continues next year, the year, I mean, uh, people... I tweet, so the Redskins went two in a row, and yeah, people yeah, are like... Yeah, yeah, you really big on tweeting about the Redskins. People are like, oh, you know, you know, we got some momentum, we got the running back back, and this is what we should have been. All you... Stop. You beat the Dolphins, you beat the Panthers. I know which the Dolphins are the worst. Terrible, although they just, <laughs> they just beat the Eagles. Um... The Panthers and um, I can't remember the other team they beat, but like the com- the three teams they beat combined are like eleven and twenty four. So and, and you know what? And two before we went on Thanksgiving break, there was even stories circulating. I mean, I think tickets were available for like as low as like ten dollars. Yeah, so we actually tickets. it was a fun thing. Like some of our people were like, "Your beer was going to be more <laughs> more than, than your, your ticket. ticket." Isn't that crazy? A good opportunity, though, to take your uh, family to a. NFL and by the game. way, why do they want to win right now? Get a better draft pick. Like, stop winning. <laughs> yeah, do what Do point. what the Philadelphia Seventy Sixers do: lose on purpose. Right, right. Yep. Like they should be losing on purpose. Well, and I get it, and getting a better draft pick. Any momentum. Um, but there are two good Redskins stories. So yes. we talked about this. This is really sad. You guys did a kind of an update on the family of the woman who was found. Well, she was taken by the Redskins player to the hospital, but later yeah. died of a drug overdose. Her family was at the game on Sunday, basically protesting um, because that player hasn't even been Nothing. suspended. Yeah. No, I, I don't know where that's. Monte Nicholson. That's that's the, the player. Yeah, it's an interesting, it's an odd story. It's it a sad story. story. I, I, I don't know, is there an investigation still going on? Is the NFL yes. involved? Um, Julia Crabb is her, is, was the woman's name. She was just 21 years old. So, and there is an investigation, but it seems as though Monte Nicholson, there's no repercussions. He said yeah. it was an easy decision for him to play on Sunday. Um, you know, and they are continuing to investigate. It looks like police only got a, a warrant to I search think Maybe his he home. did nothing wrong. Maybe she just overdosed. But, it, but he, never calling 911. But he didn't call 911. He drove south, uh. dropped her off. It's a, it's a terrible, A, it's terrible. B, it's a terrible look. And the Redskins seem to be, like, oblivious to it Absolutely as an, no as an organization. Yeah, yeah. Which you're right. Maybe he didn't. And then the truly... Redskins, they had their former player, Terrell Pryor, who got stabbed in the chest after a fight with his girlfriend. Did you read that yes, story? that story is crazy about them So they fighting. went out to dinner. She wanted to go to a club with the other couple that was, the other people that were with them at dinner. Terrell Pryor allegedly went home. She went to the club, came back. He met him in the hallway. And they, he. Physically started he, beating, uh, beating, her, beating her, allegedly, allegedly punched her, knocked her down. And somehow she got a knife and stabbed him right in the chest. Ugh. I mean, he's going to be okay, but... Oh, my God. Chaotic. She was arrested and he was arrested. The, they those both arrested. two, Yeah, those two are going to be facing some charges. Yeah. But, um, so, good week for the Redskins. <laughs> I mean, Terrell Pryor is not a player anymore. Right. But, yeah. No, but what a terrible organization and what a sad situation for the Crab family, you know, who showed up there and they just want... You know, some it feels answer. like they're I mean, not getting so any none. Right. I'm with you. I mean, talk about very little Where did, press did it, empathy. Nothing. So I should know this, but was it D.C.? Was it no Virginia? It Virginia. Was out Ashburn. Okay. So, uh, yeah, but talk about like a story that's just literally like people. No. And so sad, you know. And then we got we got zoo zoo shootings and mob oh taking over a, a froyo place. Did you see that Van video? Van Applegate, who works oh, yeah, here as us. a, as a uh, videographer, editor, put up that video. It is shocking. 
shocking. And, you know, I give the Froyo credit people a ton yeah, of credit. Because they could have got real ugly. Connecticut. But they endured punches. They yeah. never hit those kids. Number one, it's it, it's just, and I've been saying this, and I know people poo-poo me, and, you know, this this will continue until, by the way, where were the cops? And I know there was a shooting. Agreed. That video goes on for minutes and minutes and minutes and minutes. There's no sign. What was 911 called? Was anybody calling? I I don't know. Yeah. Well, you would think, but maybe not. I don't know. Like The the one kid who was punching the owner looked like he was 12 years old. Oh, my God. I agree with you. They looked like But this goes to, I believe, no accountability. Let's jump turnstiles. Let's smoke this. Let's do this. Let's. If you take accountability away. This is what happens in all of society. Yeah. I'm not just talking about D.C. This has nothing to do with, this isn't unique to D.C. But these cities have to start holding even, you know, to younger ages accountable. Like there needs to be arrest. There needs to be repercussions, consequences. But until then, you cannot have a business owner in D.C. punched, kicked, his store vandalized. And let it continue. This happened in Philadelphia when I was the general manager there. Okay. And I will say, Chief Ramsey and the mayor, it was Mayor Michael Nutter at the time, they, it was like, this is not going to happen in Center City, Philadelphia. And they shut it down. They arrested kids. They charged them as adults. They held them. Like, it was like this. If you lose the business, and say what you want. I saw, like, quotes comments people like well if this happened in a bad neighborhood because it, you know it's adams yeah, Morgan, it's Cleveland Park, avenue right. northwest dc very affluent neighborhood that's not the point the point is you can't have at the end of the day you need businesses to survive you need tourism to come into the city i'm sure it's the zoo scary. i'm sure the zoo brings tons of tourism or lights and you know with the zoo lights and everything if people are afraid that that's what's going to happen and this isn't just the this isn't this is you know, we've been talking about these videos. The guy getting punched at the hotel, the woman getting Which attacked. Is also Avenue. Yeah, like it's out of control right I now. I mean, think about too. You know, we I was talking about this with my family. I think we were talking about like that's what I always said. Like to me, that's where Mayor Bowser loses me. She should be on every network. Where's Chief Newsham? Uh, Which I'm should, sure he's taking. They orders should be from on her. every I station agree. right now. She should be holding a press conference saying this will not stand in this city. Parents, get control of your kids, or we're arresting you. Like, whatever. Um, whether she can do that legally or not, that's not the point. The point is she needs to be front and center, assertive, and she's not. Yeah. That can't happen. It can't uh, happen. I, I agree with you. I think it's very, very scary what's happening. And and I give him a ton of credit, the store. He didn't swing. He I took agree. some punches. He was just trying to get him out of his store. I agree. I was blown away that they had the, that those store owners were so calm didn't and I, I think it is shameful I'm not sure where I mean we've interviewed Chief Newsham on this podcast I feel like yes. he was great you Listen, know I think, he's I think really, he really does great, a, I think overall he does a very good job but well he's obviously taking orders from the mayor you know that's his boss and it's interesting to me where she is I she think doesn't they seem have tough to, on crime at all she doesn't she, she seems doesn't. very she she my 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 complaint with the mayor She's um, she looks the way to me. My personal opinion, she waits to see where the wind blows. She's yeah. very hesitant. She's not assertive. She doesn't come out strong. I think she tries to play it down the middle with business and some yeah. of the other things going on in the city. But um, to me, you just can't have that happen. 
no, I think it is and, very... Nor can you have shootings either. I mean, there was two teenagers shot, so maybe the police were preoccupied with the shooting. I don't know the timeline. I don't know when that video occurred of the store being... You know, well, store. I mean, you know, this is a major city. I mean, there's... There should be enough cops. Yeah, there's enough cops. I mean, it, yeah. I thought that video was very Especially disturbing. Especially on a Friday night. I believe it was Friday night, right? Yeah, and I mean, it was really sad to see some kids that looked 11 years old, 12 years old in there, you know, obviously out at 9 or 10 o'clock. You know, it's sad. Those kids obviously don't yeah. have parents that care, you know, enough to know where they are. And yeah, I think it something has to be done. You're right. It, it was nuts. Um, and how many of those kids got to that location by jumping turnstiles? Uh, well, I mean, I, I see it know. every, I yeah. see it all the time. I, you know, it's constant now. It's, they jump, they jump, they jump. And again, I'm not saying that's, you should be in jail because you jump a turnstile, but it's just this mentality that nothing is going to be, there's no consequences. Yeah. Well, we're right. Right. I don't, and it's always a fine line, right? Because the three strikes you're out didn't really work. That put people in jail Listen, for a I, long I'm time. I'm not for mass incarceration. I'm not talking about that. I'm just saying at some point you have to, that can't happen. I don't know what the exact solution is, but people smarter than me who run the government and, and you know, certainly Chief Newsham has tons of experience yeah, handling I mean, these absolutely. things. There, there has to be. There has to be consequences for that. Um, okay, well, well, we always like to kind of end on yep. something more fun. Um, I did read this story. It made me think of you that 41 is the age when people want to give up all exercise. They've, like, had it. How's your <laughs> exercise going? <laughs> My exercise is going well. It's like, but, you know. Are as, you back as running? What's the deal? Running, OTF. What's OTF? Orange Theory. Oh, Orange We've talked about it. I did it this right. morning. That's we, right. You're a fan. You're, you like that. I'm obsessed. Really? Yeah, it's great. It's a great okay. workout. Well, look at you. All right, 41. People don't want to go to the gym anymore. They're embarrassed. They feel like they're out of shape. They also feel like it's the age they can't get back into shape. And then when you become 50, you don't care if you're embarrassing anymore. You just work out. <laughs> so like, I'm, I'm actually past that. Okay, yeah, okay. when I was 41, you want to be like... You, you still want to be in it. You want to yeah. look like you're 28, 30. Right, right. Now that I'm 50, I'm like, whatever. <laughs> I just get my ass to the gym and <laughs> get my workout done. But you can't outwork a bad diet. Like, isn't that what all the trainers say? I've seen shirts yeah, like that. Yeah, it's like 90%. And that's the problem. It's yeah. like, it's the diet. 80% 20. It is true. Um, all right, what else is going on? Any other celebrity uh, stories you want to talk cel- about? Celebrity Any? stories? I know. No, what else? Um, well, there's all kinds of good celebrity stories. There always is. Never no, a shortage it's just, um, of drama. A lot going on. I know. Gabrielle Union being fired from America's Got Talent. Sounds I mean, terrible. Oh, now yeah. they're investigating, right? NBC's sort had a of. NBC's had a tough run with invest or lack of investigations. I mean, are we surprised that Simon Cowell is probably somewhat difficult to work with? I'm not. I mean, <laughs> I think it's a. Like, I'm not surprised that he's difficult, and no. B. I'm not surprised that what it appears is that the producers at NBC have given him carte blanche to. Yeah. Basically, he's in charge of the show, right? Yeah. And Dwayne Wade came out in defense of him. And then, you know. Defense of Simon Cowell? No, no, no. Defense, no, no. Of, defense his of his wife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then apparently, there was, and I completely missed this. So apparently they posted a Thanksgiving picture when the son yes. has so, fake nails. And a crop top on, yes. And um, apparently Twitter, which Twitter does. Tr- Twitter's just a terrible place to live. Crushed them. And then they came out in defense of that. So it's. Dwayne Wade and Gabrielle Union have been in the news last week. I was just having this conversation with one of your producers in the newsroom. Here's my thing. I I absolutely believe that Gabrielle Union has a point. I think Simon's probably very difficult. Probably Simon's not wild about women. Howard Stern's come out and said, 
Okay, that, that's not unusual right. in an entertainment environment, right? I, I think she's absolutely right. What drives me bananas about Gabrielle Union and Dwayne Ray, Wade is they put up a picture of their They know what people are going to yeah. say. You know, you're talking to fans of the NBA yep. who uh, believe a lot of different things yep. and are probably very conservative. And then they come out and say, oh, well, people are so ignorant. It's like, you know what's going to happen. I'm tired he, of these is celebrities. He, is, is he out? I mean, is he... Or is that I, just no? A, I don't think exactly out. Or is that but just the way you want to address that day? I don't, I don't know enough about. I don't know that they, they they've actually said like he's out or transitioning or anything like that. But they have as a family gone to like gay pride with him. I mean, okay. I think you kind of suspect you know yeah. where it's probably right. headed, right? Which is, Which is all fine. But, but shouldn't you be allowed to? Po- but but They're okay. So, I'm tired of people being so righteous. You post a picture of your 12 year old son, and God, I hope he's mentally stable enough to take the backlash. Right. I mean, how embarrassing! My 13. See, to me, niece, if it was Dwayne Wade that was transitioning or Gabrielle Union, and you want to post about yourself, you're an exactly. adult. Exactly. But why bring your kids into it? And I'm not saying Twitter should. You should be able to post a picture yeah. as a family, regardless of the circumstances, and not get crucified. Certainly not in this day and age, but you know the reality, right? Yes. When you're a celebrity, you know. Anybody, you're putting it out there I think they wanted the, it seemed like they wanted the attention either to the cause or to whatever. I agree. I'm so tired of people putting out their righteousness of like, oh, you know, people are so ignorant. Yeah, of course they are. Like you said, you're on Twitter. Like It's like, duh, you know, you two are smart enough. Twitter is a terrible place, though. But what do people expect? So what? You don't take it personally. I, I just feel for that little boy who's 12 who may be transitioning or whatever he's doing. And then these two are using that as yeah, a platform. No, that's a good, I, 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 I like, I, you know, I like the post-Thanksgiving stuff. Tulsi Gabbard crushing the weeds. Woo! I'm a libertarian as well. You I'm came tired ba- of these people. You came think. back from Maine further to the right. Oh, my God. No, I'm not further <laughs> to the right at all. But it's just like I'm so tired. I think you I'm are. With, I'm rubbing off on you after 100 episodes. I'm with Bill Maher. I'm with all these people. I'm so tired of everybody. Yeah, I'm tired of it, too. You know, they're such hypocrites. It's ridiculous. Anyway. And, and politics just, it's so fake. And I don't say that like what the comments and what they're going to get done it's like where are we now it's out of control like it's so frustrating this entire impeachment thing and nadler and it's like and, and again ugh, like i don't know i don't know where it ends it's just well i mean i just think you i feel like bigger picture is you hope that it doesn't take some sort of like world catastrophe or whatever to get us out of yeah. this minutia and you know that's the thing i just worry about is like okay what does it mean for us like as a country economy you know what other things are being dropped but to your point and we've talked about and you've agreed with like you know the tampax was a tampax that had a oh yeah they had the female symbol and then changed just a lot of those things you're like this is all like four people are making this an issue and everyone's reacting to it yeah yeah i mean they are but it takes company, you know, but it's hard. I also empathize with companies because it's tough to take that line. It is. And, you know, believe in what you believe and then see how the Chick fil A's done it and they've succeeded. Well, sort of. But didn't they just backtrack that they're not going to donate now to any anti LGBTQ? Yeah. Well, I missed that story. Okay. What? Well, I, uh, I don't know enough about it either, <coughs> but I'll, I'll find out. I was just saying in general about the religious beliefs on Sundays. Oh, and, oh, oh. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think now people are okay with religion. I mean, I've always as said about Chick Fil A, they don't they don't discriminate. They believe what they want to believe, but they don't discriminate. I think that's true. I think that's true. I think. But no, we talk about like a school they want to take chicken sandwiches from Chick Fil A. Be like, they're chicken sandwiches. Like, well, people are going back to one of the founders who is very yeah. religious and anti-gay. Yeah, I, he yeah he doesn't believe that 
Oh, but you know, so you t- could choose to either not ch- frequent their establishment or not. But they, my point is, they believe what they believe. Right. You know, I could eat a chicken sandwich and disagree with the owner. <laughs> like I don't. Yeah, that's true. I feel like it, it is true. I mean, it is like it's kind of like we talk about. I mean, I wrestle with that. It's like because your money. Like is honestly, going I shop to... at a lot of places online. I don't ask what the owners believe. You're out there at Hobby Lobby. No, <laughs> I'm just saying, they like, also who, don't. where do you ask, like, what the, o- I mean, Progressive Insurance, that's literally the name because the owner, the founder is extremely progressive. Yeah, love it. If Progressive Insurance has the best price, I'm buying insurance. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't care. Well, it's coming to your point. Like, it's, like, it's like you think about, like, the Walmarts, right? Okay. Um, now, I will say, if some, uh, uh, look, get serious for one second. If a company's discriminating. If they're not serving gays or they're not um, hiring them or they're firing them because they're gay, then I would not frequent there. Frequent. Yeah. I would not buy anything from that establishment. But that's not the case here. Right. Right. So I, there is a line for me. It's just, you know. I think everybody's wrestling with that. It's like it, We were talking about this too at Thanksgiving with Linda Bean at L.L. Bean, like being ousted from the board because she's like a big Trump supporter. So like the cake makers, they didn't yes, want to. Yes, in Colorado. That, I, 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 agree, I didn't agree with the cake maker because I think if you own an establishment and somebody yeah, comes in, make the cake or don't have a cake shop. And here's my thing too is like uh, that story is kind of wild too. Uh, and there's but a he lot won. of different. Right? Didn't he win in court? Yeah, he did win. Well, I think because... As that came On out in court, yeah. there were some things, too, with the people that accused yeah. them of that. Yeah. It was that kind was of fabricated. Not fabricated, but... No, but if was... there was some a question if there, if there was intent that they were right. looking for a place right. that yeah, wouldn't yeah, serve yeah. them. I yeah. mean, right. a lot of people kind of felt like they were out for a lawsuit, which is terrible, but we'll do that, too. Anyway. Uh, All right. right. Look, we obviously we're back. We have a we're lot back. to ramble on about. Um, people can follow you Patrick on Patrick GM, Fox 5 DC. All right. We'll see you guys next week. All right.